Hello, and welcome to Textual Tension. I am your co-host, Rachel, and every other week I hop on in and uh, just kind of give you guys an update on what's going on in our world. Uh, hey, happy 2022. Nobody claim it, please. Nobody do that for me. <laughs> but seriously, I hope you guys are having a wonderful 2022 so far. Uh, and, and I hope that, you know, you had, you had a good new year. I hope you had a good time. Um, we had a fun time over here. Uh, we hung out, we chilled, and we didn't do anything crazy except drinking wine and, and opening Patreon and pining after all of our beautiful patrons. How is that for a segue? <laughs> uh, no, we, guys, we have a Patreon and we love all of our patrons. Um, and uh, we actually have a new patron this time around. Uh, hey, Landorf, thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy all of your wonderful, uh, wonderful bonus content that you now have access to. And you maybe get a chance to hang out with us during our monthly live stream, which the next one is on the last Wednesday of February. So, or wait, January. Oh gosh, last Wednesday of January. So hey, uh, I hope that we see you there. I'm really excited to meet you. And uh, if you are interested in maybe joining our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash textualtension and uh, check it out. We have all kinds of really cool stuff. Uh, we have all of the social media, Textual Attention Pod across the board. We also have a Discord, which plays a part, an important part in this episode. So if you're interested in joining our Discord, you can find a link to that on our Instagram as well as on our website, which is textualattentionpod.com. You can also reach out to us with recommendations uh, by going to or emailing us at textualattentionpod at gmail.com uh, or reaching out through Instagram or anything like that. We see those too. So we love to hear from you guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, and boy, I think that might be it. Uh, oh, Real quick, um, quick mention about the episode. One trigger, I, I catch it in the episode, but I catch it a little bit late, so I'll go ahead and say it here. There is some suicidal tendencies referenced. It's very brief, but uh, I, I miss it in my initial trigger warnings, but I catch it kind of around the time that it happens. So I just wanted to put it here just to make sure that you guys know what's going on. Um, so now that you've made it through my spiel, I think it's time for some uh, romance novel wisdom. Did you know that in the Wild West, there was actually a lot of uh, sort of mailer brides that went out there and and the turnaround time for getting married was really quickly. But honestly, like, what can you expect when you're marrying a cowboy? They do everything pretty spur at the moment. <sighs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys so much for being here and listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. It was so much fun to record. Uh, and hey, without further ado, I think it's time that we all play the the new hottest new game show by listening to episode 85. Guess that trauma! Oh, tearing me apart from the inside out so I can see myself from the inside. Hello, and welcome to Textual Tension, <laughs> a love-hate relationship with romance novels. I am your co-host, Rachel. And I am your co-host, Margie. 
every other week one of us reads and summarizes a romance novel for our unsuspecting co-host this week it's margie <gasps> it's me and athena i will and, say and betsy and betsy we have all we, cats almost all cats uh, a full house mm-hmm. truly uh and together we unpack what, what the, the fuck, fuck just, just happened. happened i would like to the rectify that to a full lap Oh, Two very mm-hmm. full laps. We have very full laps. It's true. Mm-hmm. I have a mm-hmm. heated blanket on, so Bitsy's very happy. Yes. Mwah, heated blanket. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. How goes? Are you like, ready for this? It feels like we haven't done this in a while. I know, but we have. It's kind of weird. This is the first recording of 2022, though, so maybe it's it like is. that weird thing about time being an illusion, but like... Yeah, and to be fair, we got pretty far ahead of the game during yeah. the holidays, Get your so, head in the game, as Zac hey, Efron would say. Head in the game. game. Well, um, so, okay, a little bit of context for this. I would like to go ahead and shout out our friend Savannah. Savannah! We so, love you. Savannah, a couple, like, a couple months ago, just showed up at my house and was like, I have a gift for you, and dropped down two grocery bags full of romance novels and audiobooks on tape oh from her God. grandmother's house. Oh my God, Grandma! <laughs> and it just so happens that one of these books was one that I have been wanting to do for quite some time, but... I can, couldn't find it, like, on, it wasn't on the library, it wasn't on Kindle Unlimited, and I was, like, searching, I couldn't find it, so I was gonna have to buy it on Amazon, and then, serendipity, <laughs> it was in one of these bags. That's amazing. I know. That's like, I'm... That's like a, a something <laughs> romance miracle. I know. I am so excited about this. So, I am going to go ahead, and Margie, I have a very important question for you. I'm gonna send it to you on Facebook. Yes. I specifically selected this link to the book because of the, the link title. Um, and I, I just want you to, without reading the description, tell me what genre you think this book is. Oh, interesting. It's a fun game we're going to play. There's okay. several games we're going to play. I love games. Oh, it's a game. Come on, Hurt. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's opening up now. Uh-huh. Real quick, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? We, I've definitely seen this author's name. I don't know if we've covered her before. I don't know if we've covered her, but we've so definitely seen her. So which cover? Because there's two here, it looks like. There's one with the, the blue yellow flower one. or the blue. Okay. The, Wait. the blue background with the blue and yellow flower. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. The, the what's it called? Um, a daffodil. Yes. Oh, no, like no daffodil I've ever seen. It's like, well, the petals are blue on this daffodil. And I don't know if that's because, like, the cover that they scanned was really old. And so, like, over time it would put white to blue. Allow me to help you. No. (laughs) Okay, so it's just like a a tweaked out daffodil. I just held up the book for Margie. And Margie, there's something really important about this book that you really aren't getting. Wait, from I wouldn't. That I can't see it. Cover. Lift it up higher. Hang on. Ready? Ready? I don't know if you can see this. Oh, it's blue. And it's oh, is it iridescent? It's sparkly. It has sparkles on it. Oh, does the it? Entire... Do they stick to you? They don't. They're like oh, glued to all hell. Well, thank God. <laughs> Everything except the flower is covered in glitter. <laughs> That's 
I would think that the flowers would think that you would want <laughs> to be covered in glitter. You'd fucking okay, think. Okay, but listeners, it's called Cherish. It's by Katherine uh, Anderson. It has a daffodil with like the outer petals are blue. The inner one is still like yellow. Yeah. Um, and then on the top of this one, there's like a quote from Debbie McComber, which, which is we her. Do, know. Uh, do I? We've um, done her books before, I probably. think. Probably. Her stories make you believe in the power of love. So what genre do you think it is, Margie, without reading the description? Um, wait. <laughs> I tried to gather more clues from this, this very ambiguous cover. <laughs> like, wait, maybe if I just... I mean, it almost looks like there's, like, woods behind her. Like, my thing that came first to my mind was like an actually like an action murdery kind of thriller kind of one. Okay. I don't know, like maybe it's like a bodyguard kind of situation where like the guy uh-huh. learns how to like cherish this girl, even though he's like, no, I have to keep my distance because just bodyguard things. Just bodyguard things. Just bodyguard my gut things. reaction was Victorian. Like, era okay, maybe? yeah. Yeah. No, nah, no, go ahead and read that okay. description. Let's learn <laughs> It'll together. Probably be like what aliens. Um, All right, here we go. He longed for. Race Spencer's gunslinging days are far behind him. Damn it! You gave me that clue too, the last one that we recorded. It's a western! Oh my god! Okay. (laughs) He's now a rugged, respectable rancher, but it's a solitary life. How do we do this? Uh huh. Uh, sorry. Uh-huh. Then fate leads race to an earthbound angel. What? Lost and alone, the sole survivor of an outlaw attack. Okay, I feel a little bit more justified. And even his hardened heart is moved. He sweeps the ivory skinned beauty into his arms and carries her away from danger. What about the other people? A woman to cherish. When innocent, I hate that word, Rebecca Morgan wakes up in, in a stranger's embrace. Her life has been changed forever. Seems it's not the stranger. <laughs> Seems like people around you are dead, but okay. Sure, Jan. Racist touch makes her blood sing and stirs up emotions in her she never knew existed. But this no, man has a fearsome reputation. And though her life may depend on him, can she trust him? Is it love she sees in her rescuer's dark eyes? Ray Spencer's gunsling. Wait. Okay, that I think that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. So, Margie and I, it's been a while actually since we've played the game that we so love to play, which is whose book is worse. <laughs> uh, um, my guess, I'll be honest, is gonna be yours. But then again. This one's not great. Mine, so, wasn't, mine was more wholesome, though, than we no, your, thought. No, your next one, though. Oh, no, my next one's going to be horrible. Yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. See? awful. See? Like, See? no, 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 we... <laughs> yeah. But, so, so quick shout out to our Discord. Um, if you did not have a reason to be on Discord before, you do now, uh, because we played a game on Discord. We played a how many deaths happen in this book <laughs> game. Yes. So, uh, Price so is Right gonna, rules. Am I going to play that game? Oh, I wish I had a pack Yes, of paper. yeah, I, I need you to get, if you could actually grab a piece of paper and a but, pencil and but. keep a death count. All right, so I do, I would love to get an initial guess from you um, on the death count that you think Price is Right rules apply. So as close as you can get to it without going over. Without going over. And I, whoever in the Discord wins this is getting like stickers or something. I say 16. 16, okay. 16. Uh, 
go ahead and write that down on your paper. Okay. And then there's also runner-up is uh, is the number of discrete traumatizing events that happens to our main character. Discrete. What yes. does that mean? So like individual traumatizing events. Oh. I'm going to say, I don't know why I'm leaning to six today. So I'm going to say okay. six. Six. Great. Write that down. Cool. Six, so, um, six, six. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it. Oh, not shit. again. Um, so damn all, it. The demon is all, back. All y'all on Discord. Demons. Uh, uh, I will shout out the winner at the end of this. Uh, so if you're not on Discord, I highly recommend doing it because we do yeah. fun things like this. Yes. <laughs> all right so margie i want you to keep a death count um i okay. have my own but i'm okay. very curious if they line up so okay. um triggers none at all absolutely none well it's like a it, this murder it, it, these murders took place on sesame street <laughs> rape yeah death uh um religious persecution uh Child abuse. Yeah. Child death. Yeah. Animal cruelty. How dare. Uh-huh. Uh, we have racism. We have... Animal death. I think that's okay. about it. Okay. I think that's... I think that's it. I think that's, that's, that's it. That's all, folks. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Um, also, I should mention, at some point, there's going to be a very big divergent divergence in my notes. Divergent? Because Zach, <laughs> divergent. Because Zach was recovering from the COVID booster yesterday, and it really messed with him. <laughs> and I went to make him a drink, and so he took my notes and started writing them for me. So there is some of Zach's notes in here. I fucking love it. I'm so and excited. It's very good. So that'll be a fun little intermission. Yes. All right. So our main characters, we have Rebecca. She is blonde hair, blue eyes, very small, like petite. Um, she's a Quaker. First oh time my we've God. Ever... Yes. I got that on the Discord. <laughs> I was gonna say first yeah yeah y'all the context i gave our discord was the year 1868 and a picture of the quaker oats man uh, <laughs> so yeah she's a quaker which is the first time we've ever had that by yeah, the way yeah. um she lived in pennsylvania um she's like 19 but uh her family is moving to west to santa fe because there was too much temptation encroaching on their land and it might corrupt the youth <laughs> Uh huh. God, those 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 women in their wanton ways. Wanton ways. Wanton ways. Just oh. encroaching on the youth. On the youth. <laughs> Dare um. not to be youth. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Ray Spencer. He's a big guy. He's half. And I meant to look this up in the book, and I can't remember. Either it's Cherokee or Apache. Okay. I want to say Apache. He's half indigenous peoples, okay. which I realize is an unfair blanket term. I'm sorry. I don't remember what it is. He's half something. It doesn't matter because it's racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yay. yay. Um, he has darker skin, black hair, brilliant blue eyes because of course. And that's in my <sighs> um, He's 
illiterate, and he is an ex-hired gunslinger, um, and he's now owns a ranch in Colorado that he's trying to get up and running. So, so he's, he's in the middle. half indigenous, indigenous person and half what? White. A white man? No! <laughs> white man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, okay, this is really going to bother me. Give me two seconds. Apache. Apache. All right. There Got you it. go. Okay. Found it. Sorry. Yeah. He's actually a quarter Apache. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Still enough to be racist. Yeah, still enough um, to be racist and still, still white man. No. Yes. No. Um, all right. So let's get into this. Yes. Prologue. So Rebecca is about to leave her home to move out west. Um, she's lived in Pennsylvania. She's really kind of bummed to go. Um, but actually, most of her, like, people have already moved to Santa Fe. They, she is within the last, like, six families that are going to be um, heading west. They stayed behind to sell off the land, get all the money that they could, and then they're going to be transporting the money out west so they can, in the spring, buy the seeds and establish, establish their little They're not going with the Donner commune. party, are they? No, they don't have to go that far. Thank They're only goodness. going to Santa Fe. Okay, just uh-huh. making sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they have a bunch of money, but they're being real careful about it. They bought wagons with secret compartments Neat. so they could hide the money, and they're not telling anyone about it because this is a big thing with Quakers. They believe that God will protect them. So they don't fight back if anything happens. Uh, what about, like, diseases? God's will. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. So they have Diabetes rifles. Diabetes is just God's will. All right. <laughs> yes. Chill. So um, they have rifles, but they are only used for hunting. Uh, they are, will not be used for protection. That's okay. Sure. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so they're about to set off. She's worried about it. She's like, well, but like, are we going to be safe? I've heard terrible stories. Like, we'll be fine. God will protect us. Uh, well. Yep. Like God protected everyone else. So scene one. <laughs> but they weren't Quakers, so they didn't really matter. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Scene one. Race is a real good listener. Why? Because of his Apache blood. Uh. Uh, Rachel, once again, it's amazing how we pick books that are just so fucking similar. You said that your next book was racist, and my brain was like, oh, it's got some indigenous peoples in it. It's totally got some fucking... Rachel, you have no idea. Oh, I'm I'm honestly so excited in the worst way. Go on, go on, go on. So he hears some gunshots while he's surveying his herd. Um... Uh... And he he's like, well, you know, it really sounds like things are kind of like popping off over there. And uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get my men to come help me. I'm going to just go over there alone, I guess, and make sure everybody's okay. (laughs) Never split the party, even if the party is only you and your hired hands. Right. Yes. So he has about. 20 guys with him but no he's not going to call any of them he's just going to go yeah so actually in my notes much like the dumb virgin in a horror movie he goes to investigate (laughs) because he doesn't have time to get other people (laughs) yeah it's Um, the white man in him honestly honestly yeah 
So he he shows up and what he sees are six wagons. Five of them are destroyed. One of them has not been touched yet. And a lot of dead people. Oh, wait. And, how many? How many? Oh, hang on. Another trigger is torture. Forgot oh, about that. okay. Fine. Um, so, uh, 11 dead people to be precise. All right. 11. One, two, three. Yes. It is six guys and five ladies. The ladies have been tortured and raped. (sighs) By who? By people that he interrupted. Okay. So he showed up and they ran off because they heard someone coming, which is why one of the wagons is still intact. Okay. So he's kind of like searching around and... This uh, is when you go back and get help. He realizes at this point that, yeah, they're probably going to come back and I'm fucked. But also, like, I can't leave all of these people. Okay. I thought they were dead. They are. Um, but he wants to, like, do a bear- a good burial and then murder the people that did this. That's what he wants to do. Again, um, by himself. He does, by searching around, find that there's 16 of them. <laughs> 16 men. 16 men? That did this. Okay. Yes. Okay. 16 to 1 ain't good odds. (laughs) No! No. You are not Inuyasha. This is not going to work out well for you. (laughs) So, so, uh, he is kind of like poking around and he ends up finding a woman still alive. Oh. In complete shock. Like catatonic. You... Wonder why? What yeah. could have possibly happened to put her that way? I don't know. Maybe her watching her mother. Everyone she, most die. people that she knows right now, die. Maybe, maybe watching her mother get raped and then murdered while screaming out her daughter's name. Maybe that. Uh, that could have done it. Uh, anyway. Uh, uh, what about her father? Oh, he's dead too. Yeah. One traumatizing event. Okay, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, uh. Okay, all right, we're at one. <laughs> We're at one. Uh, death count 11, traumatizing events one. Um, so so he's poking around and all of a sudden, guess what? What? The bad guys show up again. <gasps> Those, them bad boys they show up again. And it's nighttime by this point. And so like not great Aunt? time for a, a shootout, but yeah. he tries his best. Um, Bless his heart. <laughs> I know. So he is trying and... He's saving one bullet just in case they come around because he's seen what they did to the other women and he doesn't want that to happen to the girl that he found, who's Rebecca, by the way. And so he's prepared to shoot her if he has to. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just get the get her and get the hell out of there. Hey, hey, Elon. I know you got a big rocket, but it is, does it go to zero from zero to 60 this fast? <laughs> As fast as a Katherine Anderson book. Seriously? Like, how many pages in are you? This is in the first chapter. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yay. Yay. Um, So, in the shootout, he manages to kill four of the guys. All right. So, that's... Is that four more dead people? Four more dead people. Okay, so that's 15. Wow. 15. Death count 15. Yeah. Um, But don't worry. His men show up. Right before he thinks he's going to have to shoot her. Because he's like, I just can't. She's too beautiful. Yeah, because well, it's a romance novel. Right. Yeah. This is, what if hey, she dude, was ugly? What this if is she not was the... like conventionally <laughs> ugly? Oh, man. Were... I have no qualms about this moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking a creature out of its misery. 
Well, listen, well, maybe. Okay, but then it's like, okay, all right, listen, girl. You ain't you ain't the you ain't the prettiest flower in the garden, but how are you in the kitchen? Can you sing? You, you, you ain't the can prettiest you do laundry. Flower. You ain't the prettiest flower in the garden, but this is the West, and we really need babies. So babies, we really we got a we got a low supply of flowers out here. <laughs> the garden there's, is pretty bleak. You could say there's there. been a drought. Um, <laughs> there are a few shrubs here and there. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, his men show up and save them, and he's able to get her back to his camp with his men. He tries to, like, pawn her off on the oldest dude in the party who's, like, their cook to be like, but you're old, so, like, it's more okay if you have to help her because what? I'm not comfortable. Wait, help? Okay, because I was, like, pawn her off. I was like, well, what for what? To, like, have to, like, strip her down and check to make sure she's not hurt and, like, oh, all that stuff. Well- and he's um, like, it's not, it's more okay, I guess, because you're old. <laughs> um, That's like that other book that I read where, like, because the character was gay, the love interest yeah. was like, you can help my woman get dressed and do all of that. You're not interested. Uh-huh. It's not great. But the dude's like, uh, no. And to be fair, so he's, they call him Cookie because he's the cook. And he's delightful delightful in the crotchety old dag blam it kind of old man way i love him <laughs> he's so great. there's all there's no other women on no the uh races whatever no ranch no other woman women on so they're not at his ranch yet they're in the middle of a cattle they're they're herding cattle towards his ranch okay okay yeah, so he has a herd that he's trying to get to his ranch because he needs mummies okay okay yeah um so she wakes up and is understandably upset. Yeah. And thinks yeah. immediately that Race is a bad boy because he has the rough and tumble look of a bad man. Okay. Oh, it's and not he's... because of racism that she's that she thinks that. <laughs> no, Margie. That's definitely not implied. Cool. I love how you made it like so quiet. It was the rough and tumble way about him. It was racism. <laughs> it's not implied at all. Don't worry no, about it. No, it's so, fine. so she wakes up. Um, she's real freaked out, and Race is like, "No, no, 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 really, I promise. Like, you are safe now. I'm sorry. I found like he's trying to explain, and she does not believe a word of what he is saying. Understandable, so he, right? So she, he's like, "Fine, here, here." He takes off all his guns and he sets them in between them. As a, like, I'm unarmed. You can take the guns if you want. Internally, like, she has no idea how to use them. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, Like, you're fine. So she grabs the gun and is, and he's like, you can't. Are you really going to shoot me? Because you, you have to cock it first. And she's like, and so she goes to. Oh. Suicidal ideations. Yeah. <laughs> so she tries to shoot herself. Sorry, suicidal ideations is a trigger. So she tries to shoot Suicide herself, attempt. but doesn't. Yeah, but doesn't, because she can't, like, yeah. She doesn't know how to work the gun. Yeah, doesn't know how to I work the gun. I thought it was going to be this cute moment, sort of, where he's like, wait, wait, no, no. Oh, he is like that. Okay. But no, he's like, look, I'm going to go get you some food, and then when I come back, like, we can talk about this. We need to talk about this. Yeah. So he walks out, and he's like, No. I know exactly what's going to get her to believe me. Margie, what do you think's going to get her to believe him? 
Oh, no. What's he going to try or what do I think he should try? What is he going to try? Well, either or. Honestly, go with what your heart says. I think, think like he's a probably going to try, hero. like, I don't know. Maybe he'll try kissing her. Mm, okay. That's yeah. a good, good solid, um, solid choice. But you see, this is... The, that takes into account the fact that there aren't enough traumatizing events in this book yet. So, he's going to tell her about his own tragic backstory. <laughs> because, surprise, when he was little, he watched his mom get raped and murdered in a back alley. I will, like, I will say, like, trying to connect with her on, like, like trying to find something to relate to between the two of you yes. isn't a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. There might have been other ways to do it, but this was definitely the fastest way because as soon as she hears this, she's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I no, mean, we're fine. I don't, I, I don't think that it's great that that happened to him, but I think that, I think at this point, it's probably the only thing that she can think about anyway. That is very so, true. So maybe, um, now maybe I will, you know. Spoilers, I suppose. For the most part, I love Race. He actually was very sweet and very cute. For okay. the most part. For the most part. There's some bits that you, Let's play spot the bits that are uncomfy. Yeah. Um, I hated Rebecca. Oh, really? I hated Why? Rebecca. We'll get into it. Okay. Um, which, honestly, I feel, feel a little bit like an asshole because, like, yeah, she's seen some trauma. Right. But also... So, um, how about an intermission? Scene two, titled, Begin Husbando's Post-COVID Booster High Notes. Yes! This is where Zach decided to write his little notes in here, so I'm going to just go ahead and yeah, toss these out please. there. Bullet point the first. First off, looking through the previous notes, did they seriously name the only non-white guy race? What the fuck? Yeah, fair. Fair. Zach is just standing at the doorway watching me read this. Second bullet point. The reader is informed that all of scene one was a fever dream and a terrible way to begin a book. Rebecca is actually the CEO of a multinational <laughs> coffee shop slash bookstore combo that pays its, co its workers a minimum of $20 an hour with paid sick leave, vacation, educational benefits, and an additional six days off a year for volunteer days. <laughs> Everything's perfect and there's no reason to read the rest of the book. Rebecca is happy and lives with a cat, a dog, and a fish tank with a lobster she rescued from the grocery store named Howarth. The end. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> he was really high on COVID booster, man. He had a fever at that point. He was, he was sweating it out. <laughs> Oh, I want to. Can we get a rescue lobster named Howard <laughs> from the you grocery guys have Larry. store? Yeah, well, Larry is Larry is basically a lobster he in is. his aggression. Aggression. <laughs> Thank. That's the end of the podcast, and we're done. And we're Thank, done. You, Thank you, Thank you so much. And Uh, there you go. So, uh, there's your delightful intermission in the middle of this dumpster fire. Uh, scene three. <laughs> Back to, sorry, it technically, scene three, technically scene two. Okay. Actual yeah. occurrences in the What book. is time? It's an illusion. Hang on, this one is a really cinematic uh, oh, opening to the okay, scene. Okay, The cattle are restless. <gasps> okay, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> the cows are stampeding. Oh, geez. And race is it's like, oh, shit. It's a lion king in the old west. 
It's it's oh, cow king. Kinda. kinda. No. no. Long live the cows. <laughs> uh, Long live the cow king. Nine. Nine. Uh, so, so they're stampeding. Miraculously, they avoid the camp. And uh, Race and his men like have to go off and calm them the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, get the, get the cowboys back. What's probably not a great idea is to leave Rebecca alone with the dog and the old dude <laughs> in camp. Yeah, not not the greatest plan. Because surprise, the cattle stampede was a ruse. <gasps> because the bad boys have been following them. And Rebecca knows why they've been following them. And she she tried to tell Race at one point, but then this happened. So like she didn't get a chance to tell him. Oh. Um and so they're following and they end up using this distraction to four of them show up in camp and eh, not good. Uh shoot the dog. Don't worry, no, he survives. No! He survives, he's okay, fine. Okay. The dog you is fine. You should have op- opened with that. I'm sorry. The dog is fine. Okay. They shoot the dog. Uh <laughs> his name is Blue, and he's a good boy. He's, he's a very, very good, good boy. boy and didn't he's- deserve it. He didn't, and he protects people. He's great. He's an old boy. Um, and beats the ever-living shit out of the old dude. Oh. Um, and decide that they're going to just casually rape and torture her to get the information out of her. Uh, did Race. they ask her for it first? She may have just given it to them. No, she she said she doesn't know, which okay. is a lie. <gasps> um, so, so one of the dudes... Takes her into a wagon. Race at this point you realizes know, ra- what's you happening. Know, romance isn't dead. She'll <laughs> get raped in a wagon. Ah, chivalry. Um, so <laughs> at least he, so, take, he takes her to the comfort of a wagon. Jesus, I know. So race I, at this point realizes what's happening, and he runs. He ha races uh, back to camp, and sneaks back in and realizes like sees there's three dudes by the fire and then one dude is gone and she's screaming so he's like ah shit yeah he's like well i can't kill the guy in the wagon without alerting the other three and at that point we're gonna have like four people on us so i'm gonna just go kill them real quick yeah so he goes and kills the three beat dudes by the fire so yeah three more dead people oh right yes so that's eight that's 18 yes that is 18 yes um and then right as Bad boy, the fourth in the wagon mm-hmm. is uh, starting to get into his raping business, Ew, which is what to does say that mean? he's what does that pull- mean? he's pulling off. He's in the process of unbuttoning her dress. Oh, um, gross! He's also sat on her and broken a couple ribs. Oh shit! Um, yeah, and so Race shows up and they start fighting in a wagon, and Race is like trying to get the dude out of the wagon, but like it's hard to do. Yeah, and he ends up trying to take Rebecca hostage. And Race is like, well, nothing I can do about it, and shoots him in the head behind Rebecca so that his bloody head stump and him fall on Rebecca. Ooh, okay, that's that's uh, 19. And a second traumatizing event. event. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll... Yeah. That's almost, like, two on... Because, like, she yeah, almost got we- raped, and then she... A guy almost... Well, a guy died... Do we count the dog being shot? Oh, God. Because she thinks it's dead at this point. Yes, then yes, I think so. Three. So that's three. Three traumatizing events. Traumatizing events. Yeah. 
And yep. there weren't even therapists back then. There was like, the, your therapy was either drugs or alcohol. It has been less than 24 hours. Yeah. There are not, there is not enough opium in the world. No, there is not. <laughs> so needless to say, she goes catatonic again. Yeah. Yeah. Because shock. Um, and she just is latched on to race. Like just, Aww. he's holding her and he's just like, I'm not going to leave until she wakes up. Like I am sitting, I am stuck here. I will sit here. Maybe take her away from and the bodies. He he does. He takes her into the other wagon. He like gets her to let him like kind of clean her up a little bit. Okay. Clean up the blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And make sure she's like not hurt and everything. Um, and he sets up like a really strict um like thing or like a, a protective guard. Yes. Like okay. guard detail around them. Okay. Um Good news, Rebecca is actually pretty good with, like, animal, like, being, like, an animal surgeon kind of situation. Aww. So she's able to go out and actually help Blue, okay. the dog, and help him recover. And at the same time, she, so she kind of recovers while Race is, is dealing with Blue and finds out that Blue's still alive. And she's like, I need to go tell him why they're chasing us like he needs mm -hmm, to know mm -hmm. so she walks out and she's like i need to talk to you in front of his men and him and everything he's like well can can this wait a minute because yeah. my dog and she's like i will give you all the details later if you want it but you need to know that they're searching for hidden money and i'm the only one that knows where it is uh yeah good news he already knew he's like yeah i figured she's like what and he's like money just seemed like a good motivator so it made sense and she's yeah. like oh but he's like he appreciates how hard it was for her to come out and like say that yeah in front and that of she was she was forthcoming with it exactly yeah. so he appreciates her open communication with that and she's able to save the doggo yeah so good doggo good good things good happen blue. good blue bad things that happen okay it's <laughs> ready for traumatizing event number five ready um i thought it was so, four we're on four, right? Because yeah. all of her family died, and then there was the dog being shot, her being raped, almost, almost. and then okay, the yeah, dude so dying yes. on her. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. So, Jesus. So, um, they have a kid with them. Uh -huh. It was, like, a young boy that, like, his mom doesn't have the money to feed him, so Race was like, yeah, he can come with us. Like, he's, like, 12. I'm like, he can, you know, like, grow up with men, family figures, you know, father figures. Right. Well, he's telling everyone to be really careful in the middle of the night. And the kid's like, I gotta go uh, pee. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, be careful. Kid gets shot and dies. Oh. Oh, 20. <laughs> oh, 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Great. Are, are um, children so full people? <laughs> For these purposes, Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm sorry, I'm just a shitty person. No, that was perfect. <laughs> that was very good. Uh, so, so they end up doing like a service for him, and she's the only one that knows how to pray because she's been raised like educated and religious and everything, and no one else like knows like you know Hail Marys and Our Fathers and whatever's. Um, so she ends up giving like a an impromptu like service at the edge of this grave, mm. um, and. 
she ends up going off like back to camp and she's like wrestling with her religion and also a lot of guilt because again at this point we're at maybe 36 hours yeah um so so she just like leaves She's like, this is my fault. I keep making terrible things happen to him. He's lost, at this point, half of his herd because they all died in the stampede. Uh, he's, like, lost a 12-year-old boy. Uh, like, his dog almost died. His cook almost got beat up. She's like, this is my fault. I blame myself. I'm just going to walk out into the desert until they find me, and then death will come for me because obviously it's been trying to. Uh, uh, all right. Boys and girls, we call this trauma. Yeah, trauma response. Mm-hmm. Guilt is a common trauma response. Survivor's guilt is a thing. Yes. Um. So he finds her, and and race finds her. Right. Race finds her. Okay. Thankfully, he's like, she did what? Because <laughs> because his men, she told his men like, oh no, the boss told me I had to leave, and so the men like his men come up to him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why'd you make her leave? Go get her. And Aww. he's like, I didn't do that. <laughs> All of his men are all cinnamon rolls. I love them. Well, that's good. Thank God. I know. He and his men are cinnamon rolls. Except Margie. Except me? I just recounted. Hey! No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Margie, Margie, Margie. (laughs) In the past 36 hours, I've recounted a tale full of death, trauma, and woe. Yeah. What would you... And so this woman is traumatized, obviously, and is of the opinion because of her religion that she wouldn't have fought back if anything bad happened to her. And that's like really bothering her because she ran like she ran away when her family was being murdered. Understandably so. Yes. And she's like upset that she didn't fight back instead. Right. Yeah. How would you go about making someone feel better in that situation? Telling them that it's not their, not their fault. Mm-hmm. And that it like it, it was the fault of the people who did that to them. Yes, but how would you convince her? Because he does say all of those things. How would you uh, really make it hit home? Kiss her. Mmm, so close. Damn but it. the real answer is pretend to rape her so she knows she'd fight back. <sighs> your face. What? Your face is so good. What is this Kiyoya Otori bullshit? <laughs> What? What? I'm a nice guy, so I'm only gonna pretend to rape you. I will. I will say that's still like a sexual assault, just because you don't not, stick it in. It's not good in any way. Is it? It's not. Oh good. yeah, and I guess traumatizing event number five, six, six. Forgot about the kid because he's only half. Uh huh. <laughs> Five and a half. So, so, um, it's not a good thing to do ever. It's terrible. I will, and the, and it was written in a funny way. I will at least get that Rachel. out there. I have to just preface that because, like, it's not good and no. it's a bad idea. But he's, like, being campy about it. Like, he's intentionally being over the top ridiculous. To kind of, like, try to prove a point. Like, so he's like, well, and he picks her up and she's like, what are you doing? Well, I can't rape you here. I gotta be on a blanket because I got a bad knee. Like. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she breaks his nose. Good. Good. And at the end, he's like, damn it, Rebecca, what the hell? And she's, like, running away. She's like, 
Wait, did I hurt you? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. He's no, like, you shouldn't be sorry. <laughs> I, no. He's like, I didn't think you'd actually break my nose. She's like, I didn't break it. And he's like, no, it's broken. Oh my god, it's broken. <laughs> it's, I don't. So it kind of know. turns into this like, like bonding Sitcom. moment between, yes. the, between them. It almost turns into a bonding moment, which I don't like. And I no. think that the reason it reads that way is because of all of the bullshit that's happened up to this point. Right. Yeah. It's, so, it's almost like the story is so crazy. It's like, eh, why not? It's all like, relative. Just add in that this on top. Like case. we've already got like we've already got like and I don't know why this came to my mind, a waffle with like with like butter and syrup. So let's add mm-hmm. M&M's, whipped cream, strawberries, cherries, like all of that shit on top. And cocaine. And cocaine. Right. There it no, is. No, no, no. And opium. And opium. And opium. Right. Yeah. It's the time. Right, right. God. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah, and by the way, she still has broken ribs. And it is never addressed. No. Ever again. No. Well, broken ribs hurt, dude. <laughs> it hurts it when you hurt. breathe. Yes, it's not good, and you can get infections, which in this time, like, you can get an infection from a mosquito bite. It's gonna fucking hurt. <laughs> Let's get into a quick montage mm-hmm. of them traveling to his ranch. Mm. So, and this happens over, like, a month, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so she is terrified of him leaving her, like, mm. PTSD-level terrified mm-hmm. that he's gonna get upset and leave her, mm-hmm. which he has on many occasions been like, I, no, I'm not leaving you. You're fine. You don't have to do this thing. You're totally good. Like, but she just like, and I get it as a trauma response, though. Oh, it totally is. But she won't tell him what is making her like upset. Mm. Um, And so she's doing things like not eating and like waiting on him hand and foot and like all these things. Mm. And so like he finally has a sit down with her of like and. I appreciate every time they sit down to talk about something, he just sits down and he looks at her and he goes, this is exactly what the problem is, isn't it? And she's like, okay, yes, it is. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, he just knows, like, because he's she's easy to read, right? Um, so they end up having a heart-to-heart about it. Um, but she's still, like, really not convinced. She's been losing weight. She's constantly on edge. Um, and he basically tells her, like, as the, the month goes on, and he is, like, getting tendies for her. Oh. I don't know how or why. Okay. Well, trauma's happened. Yeah. I don't know how or why. <laughs> how or why. And also, it's like, it's kind of at this point in your life, unfortunately, I, I guess you're kind of like at your, like, rawest. So in a mm-hmm. way, you're kind of like, it is very much like a a very clear personification of who you are. But at the same time, it can be like the total opposite of like you're hiding within the shell and you're like, no right. personality is coming out whatsoever. And I'm more... Like, yeah, I wouldn't like not that I wouldn't trust someone who's just gone through something like this, but like I wouldn't like I would be like, I really don't know who this person is yet because I've only seen them through trauma. Right. And obviously, like at this point, no matter how good you are at coping, you're probably not you probably don't have the best handle on your own emotions, huh? No, or understand them or like, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And, and also they're living in a time and she's a Quaker. So I feel like they were very like hard laced and very just like keep everything inside. Yes. So and, not good. And she like, to his credit, he's like, that is not what she needs right now. I'm just going to be a friend. Mm-hmm. Which like, good for you, Race. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Um, so he basically like, he's kind of starting to tell her like, okay, let's, let's think about our options 
you can go back to your people in Santa Fe. And she's like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not even sure I believe in God anymore. And also like, I can't see those people because I just saw a bunch of them die. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Other options. I know some people in Denver that would be able to like take you in and like you could build a life for yourself there. There's a town really close to my ranch that you could do that at. And she's like, like panic because but she doesn't tell him she just panics because she doesn't want to leave him yeah yeah <laughs> because he's the only person yeah he's the only that's... person that she really trusts and is protected yes. her exactly um but again good for him he's like i think that she feels helpless and needs to maybe start building some confidence back so she start he starts teaching her how to do things like a little bit of hand-to-hand combat how to shoot a gun how to use a knife how to like protect herself a little bit more and like cool i know i actually despite the weird fake rape thing i actually really like race he's a really like well-meaning good guy okay he's really just trying his best yeah not always in the best way but he's really trying he's trying yeah he's trying so hard um and she's like not into it and he's like no you're gonna do it you're gonna just do it because you need to do this right like yeah learn how to do like she he makes her like put on pants and a shirt (laughs) and he's like everyone else out guard everything and then he teaches her like starts teaching her how to like go for the eyes go for the nuts like and it's it's an ongoing thing where like she has an education so she speaks very like flowery yeah and he does not yeah and so like at one point he's like you know you if worst case scenario you shoot him in the in the balls and she's like I will not say that word. Like, I'll say, like, and she says something else. He's like, okay, but you cannot yell that when you're pointing a gun at someone because they're just going to start laughing at you. You have to use the word balls. Throw in a bastard, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she refuses to. Um, So he finds out that she's not sleeping at night. She keeps saying, she's like, no, it's fine. I'm totally fine. I sleep all night in the wagon and everything. But she's like, her eyes are like. Huge yeah, she's exhausted. He can tell. Yeah. Um. So what she's what she's doing because she can't sleep with race out of her sight, and race sleeps directly underneath her wagon. So she at night climbs out with a blanket and just sits by him until morning. Oh. So race learns about this, and he is like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not gonna fly. She needs to take to care sleep. of herself. Yeah, right, and sleep. So he pretends to be asleep one night, and he catches her in the act." And he's like, look, this is not because he's like, you won't let me sleep with you either because it's so against your morals and upbringing that you think that that's like because she's like, my mother told me that men can barely contain their. Yeah, their right urges. Right. Um, And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, well, the way I see it, we're getting towards the end of our journey. We have a couple options. We can do the Denver thing. We can do the thing close to my ranch. And she's like, well, why can't I stay on your ranch? Like, I, I can do jobs like I can help with the animals. I can do whatever. And he's like. Look, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Because this entire time, he's been 1,000% upfront with uh-huh. her. And he's like, I have feelings for you. Yes! I love you. I like that. And he's like, I realize you probably don't love me back. You've had a lot of trauma, and I just want to be your friend. But if you live in my house, that's going to be a problem for me. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to figure something out. You can marry me. Then you can do that if you really want to stay. Right. But that's really the only way I'm going to let you stay at my ranch because, like, I need that. And she's like, okay, done. And he's like, no, you agreed too quickly to that. 
and because she, she's like so attached to him as a person because trauma and yeah. he's like no you you agreed too quickly to that is that really she's like yes that's what i want he's like i do not believe that's you. what you want yeah he's like okay fine we'll figure something out you can stay at my ranch for six months we'll build you a house whatever <laughs> like he's like he's fine. so sweet he's like i will he's, build you a house on my property just like please sleep <laughs> so hard he's trying so hard he's trying so hard <laughs> i know Aww. and she's like no i even with that, she's like, no, I want to marry you. Like, I'm I'm fine with this. Like, I can't imagine ever leaving, and I don't want to, like... That's not a good, healthy trauma response. Like... No, it's not. And so she she tells him straight up, she's like, I don't think I, like, have... He's like, do you, like, do you have feelings for me? She's like, I don't know. Like, because she kind of does, but she kind of doesn't. Like, uh, well, she and does... also she's been through so many traumatic experiences. She does not know yeah. her own feelings right now. She does not understand no. them. She does not know them. So she might have romantic feelings for him, but not be able to translate what those are. Exactly. Um, and so he's like, okay, cool. Well, let's get married. He's, she's like, okay, when is that happening? He's like, why not now? And she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, well, you need to sleep. Uh... And I can't sleep in here with you unless we're married. Uh, so we're going to do it now. The Apache way. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. What's the Apache way? Just okay. saying it. Is that true? I will be honest. I forgot to look it up. Okay. Do you, do you want to Google that for me while I'm telling the story? Okay. Yes, I will. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's that. Um, however, she has some stipulations, namely, she's like, so when we, (laughs) oh God, Margie came up is in Apache tradition, there may not be an exchanging of vows. Okay. (laughs) Which I'm like, just because of what you just said, I'm like, that's, (laughs) we just, I mean, also like no shit. It's almost like other, other traditions aren't the same as Anglo Christian, whatever bullshit. (laughs) So I was able to find an explanation of a of a, a traditional ceremony. So that's gonna I'm gonna go ahead and link that in the description Yay. of this episode. Okay, so great. hit up the description yeah. and there'll be a thing there. It's like way cooler than just saying, We're married now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they do in the book, I'm assuming. <sighs> that's what they do in the book. Um however, she has some stipulations. She says, Okay, but like when we do it Yeah. Because Fair warning. She was betrothed to be married. It, like, never comes up again. She was, but, yeah. like, everybody died, so that's not happening. Right. Um, Not her future husband, but, like, it's off the cards. Right. Um, right. And so she knows the mechanics of what happened, and she's like, so does it does it happen the same way? And he's like, I don't see how it would be different. She's like, okay, as long as you agree to do that, like, do it in my, like, the way that the brothers, like, would. And he's like, okay, great, done. Okay. Will do. Poor thing. Yeah. <sighs> so they marry. She does and not know what a clitoris is. No, she does not. And he's like, okay, I am not, we're not doing it now. No. We're going to wait till we get to the ranch. We're just going to make sure you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I love how he marries her just so that she'll go the fuck to sleep. If only he had the book, Go the Fuck, fuck to Sleep. <laughs> no, you so, may not have another glass of water. Go the <laughs> fuck to sleep. So we are at, uh, we're in our final scene, and then there's an epilogue. So we're getting there. We're almost there. Oh my God, um, really? So they, 
Yeah. So they make it to the ranch, and she loves the ranch. Like, totally loves it. It's beautiful. Um, It's gorgeous. Um, And I, bear in mind, I'm skipping over a lot of, like, his really, really sweet, like, he's almost, like, therapying her in a lot of instances. Like, he tells her a story about, like, uh, a tree that he has on his ranch that, like, almost fell over, but he loved the tree. So, like, he tried to write it up and, like, shore it up while it replenished its roots, but it's, like, it takes time to replenish the roots. Like, so you just got weathered the storms. Like, it's so cute. And then at one point, he, like... Before they get married, or as they're getting quote unquote married, and he's like, "We'll we'll have a pastor do it later when you're ready," because she's like, "I don't believe in religion," and he's like, "I think you still do." So whenever you're ready, we'll yeah, do that. Right, right. But he like, she's like, "Well, but you know, you 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 fornicated or whatever, like your cell and and all that stuff, and so you have sin." And he like totally breaks down some of her religious arguments. <laughs> yeah. Of like, yeah. Of like. Like, so wait, like, all of that is terrible. And so, like, I'm accountable for the things that I do, and no one else is accountable for those things, and it's all it's all on me. She's like, yeah. She's like, okay, cool. Why are you holding yourself accountable for the things those other bad men did to your family? And she's like, oh, my Ooh, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of these things. Like, race is, like, really building a rapport here. Um, he's I do really like race. He tries so hard. Yeah. He, he reminds me of Larry. He's trying. He's best. trying so hard. So hard. He's working so hard. He just wants to be let in. Yes. <laughs> so. Hey. So they make it to his ranch. She loves it. And now. Does, does he, he also his... have extra large balls? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, And. At this point, she tells him, she's like, I do actually, she like, she kind of realizes, I love him. I actually do. Now I have words for these things that I'm feeling, these tendies in my heart. And she tells him, and he's like, he's so happy. (laughs) He he doesn't believe her. He's like, what? She's like, no, I do. He's like, oh. It's very cute. Um, So at this point, he and his men are like, oh, we're definitely expecting bad things to happen. Like, the men are gonna, like, they're here. Probably gonna wait till we get comfortable and then come after us. So they get cozy. Um, they have sexy times. Is it good? It's no. funny. Okay, looking forward to under the covers then. Oh, it is a ride. Okay. <laughs> yep. Needless to say, their ideas of the way the brothers do it are very different. Um. <laughs> So, uh, the bad boys do eventually show up. So they have, like, a number of days of them, like, getting the cattle in and, like, um, whenever he's gone, she, like, paces the room and is constantly, like, checking in the, in the trunk, checking under the bed. Mm. Like, a viable trauma response. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not great. Great. But viable. It's more. It's more not. I mean, that is a viable. It's not the response that's concerning. It's like her codependency on him that's concerning, and how much she's like leaned into this. Like, no, I need to stay with you for everything. That's concerning due to her trauma. This is the biggest problem I have with this relationship. So, um, the bad boys show up, and he he has essentially at this point is using her as bait. Excuse me, what? He's That's like, well, I know they're going to go after you. So, yeah, he's like, well, they're trying to distract us by putting it to, like, making this, they're shooting cattle. 
So I'm going to pretend to leave, but really not because they're going to come after you. Does she know about all of this? Yeah, he tells her. Okay, thank God. And she's like, you're going to what? And he's like, I promise this is the safest way to do it because otherwise, like, this is the safest way to do this. Like, it's we're in control in this situation. Yeah. Needless to say. Don't worry. All of the other ben- ben- bandit guys die. Okay, so, so that is eight more people. Okay, so we got 28. We're at 28. Um, but in the process of this, she has another like panic attack episode. Okay, so and traumatic goes f- event. Full catatonic okay. again. So seven traumatic events. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Ah, ah, ah. So. Damn it, I lost both games. <laughs> So he, no, 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 it's closest without going over. Yeah, but I said six and 16 and six. Yeah, so you haven't gone over 20. Oh, so okay. you, oh, your yeah, guess. You're right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, she, he comes back and finds her, like, totally in a catatonic state, and, mm. like, yeah. Um, which props to the, Props, question mark, to the author. Sex didn't cure her, so that's good. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not giving props for that. That's just... Yeah, it's, that's, just, that's just common sense. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not going to congratulate you for not sexually assaulting someone. Good people just don't sexually <laughs> assault, assault someone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so he's like, he brings a doctor in, and the doctor's like, look, she's been through a lot, um, and if you go into like this shock kind of state once... You're probably going to go into it again, and it's going to be worse. And all you can do is keep her body, like, from dying, but she might die. And so Race is, like, frantic because it's like, no, like, I love her. And he, like, blames himself really hard and, like, all this stuff, Um, which I take issue with because in a lot of instances, he's like, she was telling me with her actions and I didn't notice. And I'm like, you can't. No, you can't read read her mind. You've been reading. You've been doing your best at doing that this entire book, it sounds like. But you're not. You can't do it all the time. It's impossible. Exactly. Yeah. So finally, he's like, the only thing I can think of is if I ride real hard, I. Oh, I'm so sorry. Two people got away. So only six deaths. That oh, OK. Time. OK. The death count is 26. OK. Um, so he's like, if I ride hard, I can get her to her people. The best thing I can think of is maybe taking her to the brothers down in Santa Fe. So like they might like know what to do. Unconscious, or is she just she's like catatonic? Out of it? I don't know what that she's means. She's catatonic. So basically, she's unresponsive. Like she's awake. OK. But she is not responding to any external stimulus. Oh, okay. Yes. Not good. Um, they like, they briefly cut to her perspective, and it's like being in a nice gray blanket where nothing matters, and there's no hurt, and there's no pain, and everything's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Catatonic. Um, catatonic just means unresponsive. Okay. Um, so he does. He Because he's like, all I feed, can feed her is broth, and like she's not going to keep weight. Like I have to take her to someone that knows how to take care of her. And so he's like, right, he finally like, puts her on his horse and they ride hard to get there um and the entire time he's telling her he's like i don't care i'll become a brother i'll become a quaker i won't like it but i'll do it because if that's what it takes like yeah yeah um so he manages to make it back and like because there's like women there who have had children they're like okay well let's make food and mush it up like cut it up into a mush and feed her that so she can actually eat Mm -hmm. like they're able to act, at least take care of her, yeah. right? And, like, maintain her body. Um, so 
he is starting to she's starting to at least gain some weight and like look a little bit better after like a couple days okay which makes race ecstatic um however so now we 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 learn the impetus for this whole bandits wanting the money and like by the way, Race brings the money to them because he knows where, like, he has it. Okay. He brings it to the brothers. He's like, here's the money. Please fix my wife. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would have brought you the money anyway, but please fix my wife. Right. Um. So, outside of Santa Fe, basically, Cliff notes, it never comes up until right now. In Santa Fe, there's a dude that has a lot of money. Um... He's trying to keep the Quaker, get the Quaker, the money that the Quakers bought so that he can have more money or the land so that he can have more money. Okay. So he hired this group of people to get the money from them so that their farm would fail and they'd have to leave. Okay. Does that? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We're in like the second to last chapter and that's when this comes up. Okay. Sure. So they decide, well, we're just going to go and make it look like Mexicans did it. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Oh. The 1860s! Yeah. <laughs> hate, hate this! Uh-huh. So, we have, technically, an 11th hour kidnapping. Okay. <laughs> kind of. It's not a full kidnapping. They show up, and they storm the castle, essentially, because they know that Race and Rebecca showed up. Okay. And they grab Rebecca, and because they're like, well, Race is there and he's going to be able to kill us all, but not if we take her hostage because he's not going to want to hurt her. Yeah. So they go in and they find her and everyone else is like, we can't. Yeah, they're we Quakers. They can't do anything. Yeah. They're Quakers. And so Race is like, don't care. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> going to do something. So he's like, sees them like holding her hostage. And at this point, like this is the thing that forces her out of her bubble is finally having a having a knife to her throat. Okay, so that's traumatizing experience number 8. Yay! Yay! So so she um uh She's out of her bubble and, like, is having trouble walking, obviously, and, like, functioning. And she's like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. And so Race is like, no, absolutely. I will put my guns down. I will not, like, please let her go. Like, promise you'll let her go. And they do. They let her go. Because they just want to beat the fuck out of Race, honestly. So they're, like, getting ready. They, like, punt or, like, beating the hell out of him. And she makes it to one of their horses, and she's, like, trying, like, all just all she's thinking is run away, run, run away, away, run away, get right. away. Yeah. And she goes to get up on a horse, and right in her line of view is a rifle. And she, like, looks up, and she sees Race getting the ever-living shit beat out of him, and she's like, please, God, oh, no, let me not, not shake allowed. too bad. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. she, like, can barely control her limbs and stuff. Right. So, so she takes this rifle, and the dudes are fully focused on just, like, gut-punching Race yeah. and, like, beating the shit out of him. And she's like, uh-uh. And so she fucking drops a guy, kills a dude <laughs> with this rifle. Wow. And everything, everyone stops, and they look at oh, her. Oh, wait, another death. Another death. Got it. And... I would argue that's a traumatizing event. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we've got, all right, we're at nine traumatizing events. And 27 deaths. Yeah. Yay. Yay. And so, like, 
she shot shoots this guy and she looks him all dead in the eyes and goes the next person to lose or next next fucking bastard to move i'm shooting right in the ball I, I, I love that yeah, it was pretty funny. It was like, all right, get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's able to get, like, all of her, like, Quaker friends come out and, like, tie everyone up. And they get the sheriff and they find out, like, why they did it and everything. And every happy ending, everyone's saved. She loves race. She goes back to his ranch with him. And they're like, oh, let's just go to bed. This is all bullshit. <laughs> right? Epilogue. Is she pregnant? Eight years later, she has four kids. Oh, my God. Uh <laughs> Right. Um, and she's walking down the street in this town because it's their anniversary and they're going to like go out and meet for lunch. And then uh, their friend, who is one of his like cow rustlers or whatever, like ranchers, is watching the kids that night so that they can have some alone time and probably make another kid because this is before. Yeah. Yeah. Birth control Let's get time. pregnant again. Yay. And unless you so hit menopause, we're getting pregnant. Oh, Last minute trigger, white saviorism. So, uh -oh. um, <laughs> so <laughs> she's walking down the street with her two boys and notices two drunk dudes about to rape an, an indigenous woman in an alley oh, with her god. child watching. Oh god, does this sound familiar? That's what happened to Race's mom. Mm. Um, and she's like, uh uh, nah, nah, we're not doing this. And so she tells one kid to go get their dad. <laughs> And well, the, well, tells them both to go get the dad, and one of them's like, "No, I'm not leaving you, mom." Oh. And so she grabs a two by four and just starts swinging. Good for her. Does that count as a traumatizing event? Uh, no. At this point, she would not be traumatized okay. by this. Okay. Um. And so she just beats the everything shit out of him. But one of them gets away and like like tries to go for it and is like, "Fine, you get it too." And her little her boy, like eight year this eight year old comes barreling in like a bat out of hell and just beating the shit out of this Aww. guy <laughs> until like uh, father like son right until uh they're like until Ray shows up yeah and, and finishes everything he's like well you pretty much took care of it but <laughs> and so there's this indigenous woman and her child and she's like okay well they can come live with us and he's like well they might not want that <laughs> hang on <laughs> let's see and so they talk to her, and they're like, do you want to come live on our ranch with us? And they're like, yeah. Aww. That's probably the safest bet, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also, their uh, cattle rancher thinks that the woman is gorgeous. So. We'll see what happens. Wonder what happens. Wonder what happens after that. Yeah. The end. The end. <laughs> <sighs> this one is what I would call a roller coaster. <laughs> you say that about a lot of them, but I also feel like... I mean, it was pretty, like... The the thing that surprised me about it was race. Like, he was a lot better yes. than I expected. A lot, lot better. Yes. Um, yes, he was. But I would say, in terms of, like, books that we've read before, actually, I'm like, yeah, like, it, it wasn't that crazy. I mean, I... No, it was. The it it was. was. The problem that I have is that none of that was necessary. No. You could have, one person could have died to kick this whole thing right. off. Didn't have to be 11. We didn't have to have a 27 person <laughs> body count by the end of this book. <laughs> I. Oh, shit. No. 
We forgot. Race's mom died. Race's mom. Race's mom. Race's mom. Yes. I was like the racist mom. No. 28 people died. Uh uh uh. So we didn't have to have all that. It didn't have to be that bad. You didn't have to have someone that was in the midst of a very, very large trauma trauma response fall in quote unquote love with someone because usually. Yeah, that's the red flag for me. I'm like, yeah. honestly, that, because it's a romance. Well, a 12 year old kid didn't have to die for yes, us to establish that these people were bad. Definitely didn't They'd have already to die. murdered 11 people and shot a dog. We knew. We knew that bad shit shit was hitting the fan. But yeah, I under I get I agree with you that it's excessive. It but went too I, hard. I more honestly am worried about this codependent relationship. Yeah. Where she just like cannot or her anxiety cannot she cannot contain her anxiety without him, which is why like and then it feeds yep. into this like like tendies feelings. I just it makes me uncomfy. I get that every yeah. relationship is not perfect and every relationship is not built perfect, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's not great. Um, no. I do think that he... I get the fact that he needed her to sleep. However, if she yes. only needed to see him, they could have slept on like opposite sides of the wagon. Or like, I don't... They did address that. Apparently she wasn't down for it. It was too close because she didn't believe that men could contain their manly urges. So have all the men just been sleeping under this wagon and she's the only one on top? She so he's been sleeping under the wagon every night. The other men are like sleeping around the campfire and taking turns like watching, um, watching and everything. She's the only one sleeping in the wagon. Okay, yeah, because a wagon makes all the difference. Yeah. You know, the place where you almost got raped. Um, it is the same wagon. Yeah, the same wagon. They where cleaned almost... up the floor as best they could, but there's still bloodstains on it. Oh She's God. also wearing one of her dead her dead mother's dresses. Oh, God. Okay, let's just get into review territory. It went I could just too go hard. I, I could just go on forever. It okay. went too it hard. Did. It, it did go too hard. I'll, so... Mm. Okay, so ratings, Rebecca is very difficult to rate because... I liked her from what you were telling me about her. I didn't. Okay. She was very... Here's the problem. I know she was in the middle of obviously a really, really big trauma response and, like, that definitely, like, influenced most, like, all of her actions. She was so annoying. (laughs) Because it was just like, every time something was wrong, every time anything was wrong, the littlest thing, she would not say anything. So At all. She, she's not, she doesn't stand up for herself. Not even that. Like, she just won't. She'll just be like, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's always fine. Nothing is wrong. Is I'm fine. And it's like, girl, based, you're not. Is that from her culture or is that just how she is? Or the trauma. I or don't the know. Trauma. And yeah. that's why I kind of feel bad saying I didn't like her because I'm like, okay, but like trauma. But also she was real annoying. <laughs> yeah, I get so it. It's, it's I so get hard. It. Yeah. And especially did she change it all by the end of the book? N- in that no. regard? 
yeah, no. then I could get why that would be annoying. Because that's yeah. not like that's not a that's not a personality strength. That's like something that you need to. That's like that's that reminds me a little bit of honestly me. I have a bad habit of saying sorry all the time, or I used to a lot more before, and just be like, even though something was not my fault, just saying mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Kind yeah. of reminds me a little bit of that, but to a worse degree. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of what it, it feels like self-blaming to the nth degree. Yes, yes. Which, again, trauma, yes. which makes it difficult, because I feel like even and also, the fact Rachel, that... also, Rachel, she should, you know, because she she's a woman. Herself. Right, she's a woman. She she's I, always guilty. She's a she's guilty of being a woman. Original sin. Yeah, the, I, will <laughs> say, I will say like for that time period, race was doing a really good job of like teaching her how to shoot and teaching her how to be like this like self sufficient thing. Like he was trying, right? And I think that she, I mean obviously she gets to that point because she beats the ever living shit out of two dudes that are trying to rape a woman, right? So like she gets there, but. The con the book takes place over like only like a month and a half. Yeah. So it's hard to really see whether or not that is her personality. So I think I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give a benefit of the doubt and I'm gonna give her a two and a half. Okay. Benefit okay. of the doubt, two and a half. Okay. Race was a fucking cinnamon roll. Race is real cute. He he tried his best, and yes, sometimes not in a good way. Maybe pretending to rape someone's not a good idea. No, I mean, I, but again, I, I think that he's human and he makes mistakes. Right. You know, I, and I'm not saying it's not a good, it's not good. It's not good at all. It's not good. Don't like it at all. But, but it feels like a, he's really genuinely trying. Really trying. Yeah. And he doesn't actually hurt her, which is not, I, I don't know. It's, it's a hard line. Yeah. There's literally, you're getting his internal dialogue while he's doing it. He's like, thank God she has so many buttons because I can, like, take my time and, like, pretend and, like, not actually do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Mm. It's an uncomfy line, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, because we know, oh, no, he's not going to do anything, but she doesn't know that. And she's she also thinks that. extremely traumatized, though. So at first, she's like, you're not going to do anything. And he's like, I don't know, I probably will. And she's like, no, you're not going to do anything. And then finally, like, he does something where she's like, he, like, keeps pushing it until she gets to the point where she's like, oh, my God, he might do something. And at the end, he's like, she's like, you fucking scared me. He's like, I know, I'm sorry, but you didn't have to break my nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was... It was, mm, that's it's solidly in the gray area. Yeah, really gray, really gray. Listeners, tell us what you think. Yeah, it's definitely him, a gray area. I'm going to give him a three and a half. Okay, yeah. Because he's not a well enough fleshed out character for me to go into the four, four and a half, but him as like a person in the relationship, he's really trying. Yeah. And like genuinely has a good heart. So I, I really actually, I like him. He's yeah. He's good. He's good. Cinnamon roll boy. Um, okay, so the sex was just funny. It was pretty good, okay. and it was funny. Okay. I, for, like, good-hearted reasons. Oh, okay. I'm going to call it, just, dude, Under the Covers is actually going to be really fun. Good. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Um, plot went too hard in the paint. Too deep. Yeah. Too hard. Too much. Yeah, too many paint. It, it fell into the category of this is a bad guy. I better make sure you know that. It's almost like he's so, but also he's like he's so 
like all of the deaths in this book that I like tallied up, I'm like, it starts to all just blend together. It do- it makes yeah. it almost less traumatizing, less worth something because it's happening all the fucking time. It like it's like st- it's like Yu-Gi-Oh in the Shadow Realm. Like the Shadow Realm isn't scary anymore if you keep sending people there. <laughs> like it becomes a statistic, not a person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna give that like. A one and a half, because that was not... No, and really, I mean, if you think about it, nothing really happened. There was just no, the looming really. threat of these men. But that we nothing, don't even figure out That we don't even figure do. out until the very end what they really want. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's not... No, no. Yeah, no. no. Um, I So I'm going to give that a one and a half. And overall, I mean, I'll give it like a four. Yeah. I mean, four it's, seems right. It's it's fine. I think that people who picked this up and read it wouldn't be thrilled. I think they would be more on the disappointed side than thrilled yeah. about it. Like this would not be your favorite romance novel. This would be like, well, you know, I wanted to try it and I read it. So. Yeah, it's actually on the list of one of the be- one of the most popular Western romances on Goodreads, which is why I wanted to read it. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. That so changes. it's a four. It's a solid four. Yeah. 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 All right. So the winners of our Discord competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Jess, who technically you won, Margie, with the death count. I did. Te- yes, you did. You guessed sixteen. Jess guessed fifteen. So by Price is Right rules, you won, but Jess is getting the stickers. No. Um, yeah. Traumatizing events. How many were there? Um, there were nine. Nine. You guessed six. six. So everyone else overshot it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the person that got closest in the book. And that was Alexa. Yay, Alexa. Alexa guessed 20. Yeah, so that means thank you. you have to send stuff all the way to Japan. Oh, I'm totally gonna do it. Yeah. Um. So thank you for participating in the worst game. Uh, How many dead people? I just feel like I remember that scene out of Monty Python where he's just slaughtering everyone at the castle. <laughs> it's going to say that. That's what that the author scene. was like. Ha ha. Well, thank you, Alienair You, for the use of your song, Oh Love, of the album Be Held. It's a bop, straight certified bop. And uh, we did it. Thank you guys so much. And happy 2022. Happy 2022. Don't claim it. Don't. Nobody no, fucking no. My claim mom it. tried I to claim to it today. And I was like, she was like, no. this is going to be your year. And I was like, mom, no. No, no don't put that I'm evil putting, on me, Ricky I'm putting my. I'm putting my <laughs> head down and I'm just, I literally missed I a shootout nothing. yesterday. Okay. I claim nothing. Claim nothing. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys. And tune in two weeks from now when Margie tells me about racism. Oh, God. Bye. Bye. <laughs>